0: flat, what do you mean? <laughs> it's yeah. shit looks flat. It's got that gooey Earth center in it. Mmm. You done with your cookie? You got your the sound cute up there for your iPad? In-
1: You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of <laughs> sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. Dark territory.
0: Ordering in
1: Wonderland, the Twilight Zone. I know I'm not tripping. Presenting Nina Harrison, a woman who left her past behind to provide a better future for her son. Today, however she will have no choice but to revisit history again and again on a fateful drive through the perilous highways of the Twilight Zone. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of one's fears and the summit of one's knowledge. You are now traveling through a dimension of imagination. You just crossed over into the Twilight Zone.
0: Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 131. I'm Phoenix West. Hi, Frank Lynx. And the guest, Brady Bieber. I like how you introduce yourself as the guest. Yep. <laughs> I like
2: that. I'm not regular.
0: Well, this is the third show we've done.
2: Cu- oh, yeah. Uh, it is. It, like, yep. We're all very tired.
3: <laughs> yep, yep. We did the podcasts podcast mm. uh, earlier, show Phoenix and I've been doing for like a year now. And Brainy did that with us, too. Check it out, you know. Plug, plug. So. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed
3: it. Right on. It was a whole 20 so, minutes. What's that? It's a whole 20 minutes. Well, it's the homework podcast. We're not going to give you a full hour. Fuck you. Because we figure what's the best trigger word to get somebody to really want to, you know, run to listen to it.
0: (laughs) Homework. Homework just draws the kids in, you know? Everybody loves homework. Everybody does. I probably should have chose a different word, but I like the word (laughs) homework on there.
3: No, dude, I mean, the show is succeeding despite
0: it. So that's what I love about it. Despite it? it, Fuck you. (laughs) You Condescending (laughs) asshole. Oh. Still
3: succeeding, so kiss my ass.
0: Yeah. Today's episode is replay, episode 103 of the new series, uh, the Jordan Peele series. I we're, guess I'll, we're not replaying it. I, w- Welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> I, was yeah. just, I was just going to restart there, but uh, you get the joke. Uh, so, did you guys like today's episode? I guess we'll start off with that. I'm All too right. tired to commit to the bit so tired <laughs> well, well i
3: uh... well i don't know my review
0: uh I, I, yeah.
3: brainy how well, how how would you review
0: this yeah let's set up the fact that you're not a an og twilight zone fan like we are
2: yeah i like, um i enjoyed that the talk. yeah this is the chick ticket or send to college um yeah i enjoyed it it was not as good as the other one as far as um yeah, I don't know. It was it was. It's a weird. That one was a little bit more abstract to me. But it's it's more of an American episode in the sense of I think it's got a lot to do with the, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter kind of thing a little bit more. A I mean, it bit. was a white police a officer bit. profiling a black, yeah. you know, family and stuff. It, it it don't get me wrong. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist here. It's just definitely there's this a lot.
3: Race there's a lot
2: higher race.
3: Ratio. All over this fucking episode, God damn Peel. Could could you have? I mean, Jesus Christ, dude!
2: <laughs> what about the about like covering the the like the Black Lives stuff and everything? Basically, like I mean, that's all it was.
3: No, the racism. Like I mean, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know nothing about it because I, I mean I'm not black, so I don't know nothing about it. Well, but, I have complete
2: respect it, for it. They were, you know. But either way, moving on.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't have an opinion on it because I'm just like <laughs> you should. It you shouldn't.
2: I don't we think we shouldn't shoot people and stuff if they don't deserve to be shot. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. But
3: yeah. I mean, like it's,
2: it's easy concept for most of us.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think everybody's a case by case basis, no matter what the hell color yeah. you're, I don't care if you're green. I mean, did you kill him or not?
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, if well and it was it was it, was it, did you need to kill him? Like some of the cases, you know, shooting guys in the back at 20 yards while they're running away with no gun. It's like, well, yeah, that guy, that guy didn't need to die. But anyways. But yeah, the old, I agree, though, the episode was going in that direction, and that's the only thing I kind of wasn't liking about it, is that, I don't know, it just seemed like it was pushing.
0: For me, it pushing was,
2: it right it, it,
0: the, the older teams, Twilight Zones that have the political messages are subtle, or they're, they have a, a tone to them where it's like, it, or some sort of allegorical or something like that. But this was like, literally, here we are, we're, we're black, and we're filming the police. And that was the end yeah, of the episode. The whole thing
2: was about being filmed, exactly. And then even at the end that and we'll get there, but that big grandstand at the end of like you've been profiling us, and it's like it all was a grander message at the whole all of us, yeah. all of us.
0: All subtlety it, it's, it's, and, and sci fi was dropped.
2: Yeah, it was done. I agree, because I cause I it was bleeding, it was bleeding message and, and I felt it too.
0: Yeah. Frank, sorry.
3: No, 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 no I, I, I really I I didn't mean to cut you off. Um or try to like that's why I stopped. Otherwise, Frank feels
0: I, the same way, though.
3: Ultimately, I just would have cut you off, no, no, I want to go four steps further, because, wow, like, and you can't, you can't even act like Peel was just like, you know what, you know, Rod was like, because what, what, what's all the attributes about Rod? Everybody just gets on their knees for, for, the, for Rod, right? You know, he was able to tackle the the social issues of society, and tell them in a story form through a sci-fi story lens. form,
0: sci-fi lens, yeah,
3: a sci-fi lens, and tackle the real, you know, taboo, you, you know, um, why did I do the air quotes? This is so podcast. The taboo,
0: <laughs> you could hear it too because you were like taboo. Well, because
3: <laughs> I moved, you know. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> when I laugh, I go like this too. But uh, you know, um, my point being is, um, I don't know what
0: that meant.
2: That meant, like, you're yeah. so fucking tired. That's what it is. I rails. <laughs> off rails. He's just,
0: <laughs> no, no. Like I was like, like <laughs> I think he's that's saying me. he's kind of saying what I'm saying. What I was saying, which was like, Rod the, tackled it in a sci-fi lens, and it was it wasn't about the message was there, but it wasn't about the message. Like the story. Contain like the
3: message. Her, yeah, like her rewinding the camera might as well have been like every time she rewinds the camera, they might as well, they made them so plastically generic looking as 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 a black male and an older black female. Nobody else. It wasn't mom and dad taking them to college. To the all black college, by the way. I don't know if you missed that part in there. Yeah, are are black, you saying
0: they normal. went too far with the black stereotypes how there's no dad present, That sort of thing. Yeah,
3: but they turn them into as normal like they turn them into exactly what most people are, which is fucking normal.
0: Well I have no right? idea what you're trying to say.
3: No, no. What I'm trying to say is they the the one message I did like throughout the entire thing even though it was extremely heavy-handed and s- just smacking in the face with what i'm doing it wasn't subtle at all um the one part i did like was showing that doesn't matter what color you are you're extremely like they're just normal it's shit that we've done in our lifetimes you know yeah. what i mean like
0: T- took all our kids to college yeah
3: yeah, but my point is even though they're black, every time she hit rewind, it could have been two separate actors and the story wouldn't have changed at all. And I think they almost it almost felt like Peel went that far because I feel like the actors that he um that he got to do it, they were pretty just like no he was going for very normal so normal is just normal, is just anybody, as long as they were black, basically. Okay. But they really went with that angle. And obviously, you know, the evil white co- cop guy that would fire them no matter where he goes. That means no matter where they went, that the white cop at the diner couldn't, could not know where they went at all times. Yeah. It just happened to show up right at he, the opportunity. Yeah, so right. he could be any white cop.
2: He struck me as a super, supernatural, as the supernatural force. and obviously Yeah.
0: He, he reminded but, me of Robert Patrick like, from Terminator. Like
2: he, but even when he went through and he would be fine, but then it was like he'd go a step and it was like he'd stop. And it was like he had to go back a, and, and it was like something was making him do this. It felt like know? he was aware.
3: Well, yeah, it was a
2: little like he was aware, though. That's the thing. His the
3: character, way. when he was acting like that, he was aware. But when he was in the diner,
2: he—I don't think he was. That's the it, thing, it,
3: exactly. If, if he was the same way, he would have just done it there in the parking lot.
0: He did, or or even in the. Well, he diner. did in
2: the one, but he goes, but then he le- he leaves first and then comes back, doesn't he? It happens multiple times, so actually, I think we get he, those. No, those no. Like. He, Scott, you want to swivel outside. your mic?
3: What, what's that?
0: Can you swivel your mic? Me? No, him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, right. yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. no little muffle. Gotcha. Fair enough. Uh,
3: but my point being is every. The three main characters in this story, no matter what color they are, they could be anybody who is that color inserted into that scene. And it I, it almost feels like he's, he was trying to make every. How can I put this? The two main protagonist of 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 the story could be anybody and to relate to anybody almost eat white people black people any any color people right
2: well even all the other police showing up all the white cops show up like you know like he called backup i guess his idea
3: yeah and they get there they don't know what's going on and then they show up to the um because if you notice there was only one cop with his gun drawn when those other cops came rolling up, they were like, yo, back up and everything. They didn't know what, that, what was going on. Who knows what that guy called in. That guy, that fat that, that white cop was the only one acting way, way over the top on the whole fact that they were a normal, just everyday American family, white, black, or whatever. It's just, you know, um, that it, it was just any other... White cop, but I can see the too. But I maybe I'm going a little bit too far with it, anyways. But my point being is, it, it he used he almost used the whole you know stereotype of, or he was he was using. Look, there's a reason that there's a stereotype. I mean, I do agree that you know, white cop. There are cops that are white, and they should do shoot you know.
2: There there was a bit of a... Listen, I was defensive of the police. My dad was a police officer in Canada, so it's not some different problems. We a, every place has their problems, but uh, there was a bit of a prevalence at that time of you know, footage coming out showing some pretty blatant people being killed for no reason. Of yeah. course, Rodney. It was bad. Or, Look at or- that guy with the green shirt on where the cop mm-hmm. shot him. The footage starts. There was a tussle for the for the, the taser. I agree. I'm sure that happened. You can see right when the footage starts, the taser skipping along the ground. Mm-hmm. But the guy's running away unarmed. He's like 20 yards away, and the cop just pulls the gun out and shoots him nine times. It's like, it's like and it's like, yeah. one, two, three, four, four five, just, six, seven, eight, know. nine
3: like <laughs> yeah, I know this world is terrible, dude, but I mean like you you know and of course they're cops he
2: did get murder charges that guy though thank God
3: he should have but yeah. but my, my point being is like uh I mean so much more horrible shit happens all the time it just had for some reason people spotlight on to cops that are white that they do shit and I'm not gonna lie dude like if you put yourself in their shoes and I and I know like I mean
2: well, my dad was a cop. Like I said, I'm very defensive of the cop. They have a very difficult job sometimes.
3: And people don't understand that. And unfortunately, like, I mean,
2: they'll say things like, why did you shoot him in the chest? You could have shot him in the leg. Like, lady, this isn't the walking dead just popping headshots left yeah. and right. Like, you aim center mass. First of all, handguns are notoriously not, like, like, accurate. No, like, when I watch these videos, like I don't even know these things. My dad, I'm watching these videos where a guy's taking a, a high-powered rifle and fighting the police, and they're having to retreat. And I'm like, why are they having to retreat? And my dad's like, well, the guy has a rifle. They've got fucking handguns. I'm like, I didn't know it was that inaccurate. He's like, oh, Jesus. He's like, at that distance, the handgun, you might as well just be shooting a pellet gun at him.
3: Yeah, I mean, and if he has a rifle, he's probably got, like, a, like a little bit of body armor on, probably. When well, he's
2: going to be zoomed in on you, so he yeah. can just line up on you while you're poking your little head out and take your head right off. So, I mean, you, it's just uh, it just doesn't work the way people think it does. So they've got this imagination that you could just wing him, clip him. Meanwhile, the guy's running at you with a screwdriver, let's say. Like, oh, I've got all the time in the world to make these kinds of decisions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knee him. Okay.
0: Yeah, you get, like, a quarter of a second, and you're trying to stop him. You're not trying to, like, oh, I want to save his life. You're trying to save yeah, your really- own.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because I would always say to people, "Listen, I like my dad coming home at the end of the day to raise me and the family that he that he you know he started. Yeah. And I don't really need some dick bag stabbing him in the throat with a screwdriver because my dad was afraid to kill him. Yeah. No, kill him by all means. Yes,
3: I, I guess. Ooh, I, sorry. I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess when I when I wanted to, oh, I'm sorry, but like, I guess what I wanted to really kind of get at is this could be really any scenario and. It is. The, it is still the Twilight Zone. This isn't like a, you know, like um, uh, like an independent film or anything. You know what I mean? On you know passing a message, but my point being is like um Way more subtle. Or was he that blatant in saying that this could because the Twilight Zone was always about this could be you sort of if. You would make these kind of choices. So sometimes, you know, pointing
2: out to individuals might be that every individual could be that white person, depending on what they're you know. Or that
3: black way. person is my point because yeah, okay, b- b- because the whole racist like thing is melting away because yeah. you know I think our generation, everything we don't see color as much as pe- the generations before us used to, and I don't care if anybody doesn't believe me on this, but
2: no, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Even Obama, I watched him in Winnipeg uh, a few weeks back, and he said the same thing. They said, "Is there anything you have like hope for the future?" Because there was a lot of negative, negativity in his in his talk, and he said that young people just don't have the same hangups that the old generation. It's true. We're on a construction site, and you know, I'm in my 30s. And we'll be working together, and we like to make jokes and, and, you know, sexist jokes, just like any guy, and, and you know, we'll make some racist jokes, all in good humor. But, like, legitimately, when you'll get one of the old guys on site, and he'll come along and be like, fucking nigger, fucking something or other, and he'll say something really bad, and, and we'll, like, yeah, we'll all look at each other <laughs> oh, like, holy Gee shit, did you hear that guy just now? Like, man. Yeah. Because it's not really what we deem acceptable, and that is becoming more and more common that, you know, you hear an old guy say something like that, and we'll all look at each other like, holy shit. Yeah, like, He'll be uh, dead I, soon. W- yeah, it'll be, and they'll die out, exactly. And so then as more and more of those people go, there's going to be less and less of that kind of rhetoric around them.
3: Yeah, Yeah, like uh, one of my best friends used to be, you know, he was half white, half black. He would come over for the Eagles game, and uh, there was a great uh, lot um, a tight end that we had. Uh, Chad Lewis, I think his name was, right? And uh, you know, so every time McNabb would throw a touchdown pass to him, my dad would scream, "Hey, the white guy caught it!" And I'm like, "Dad, dude, he's he's sitting right there." I mean, and and Ken's just sitting there, just staring at him, like,
2: (laughs) "You know what I mean?" It's like, Like, "Oh my God, that's so bad!" Like, "Yay, no blacks!"
0: (laughs) It's one for us, yay. Um, that's
3: so. That's How so about crazy. touchdown for the Eagles? I didn't realize he, it was the. I mean, Jesus.
0: Can you imagine being racist and watching like football or basketball? Like really being racist because you'd have almost no one to root for anymore. <laughs>
3: that's why I, I can't believe Jack Nicholson goes to Lakers games. I was like, wow, it's got to it's gotta be colorful.
2: Is Jack Nicholson? I don't know. Is he is he a horrible racist or something?
3: Uh, I, I, he's known
0: old. to be. I guess. I mean, he's old. I can't imagine. Well, he, he's an old Hollywood though. So he's I don't know. some
2: old people are like, yeah, that's the thing. And Hollywood tends to be more liberal. Um, so Very he might, he might be, I mean, you know, my parents are old and my dad's not a, like, I don't, I don't believe my dad, you know, my dad used to tell me like, like the natives, we don't have, we don't have like blacks. Like you guys have, we, we have like natives, um, a lot more natives than like by a ratio of our population. Like the natives would be like our black you know, kind of thing, like, because of by population, of our, you know, percentage. The Redskins. But what my dad would, my dad, and it's it's unfortunate, my dad would say, you know, like, when he was, you know, a younger cop, they would pick them up, if they were drunk in public, you know, in the winter or something like that, because effing cold up here, they would pick them up and take them down the police station, put them in the, you know, in the lockup, and, they wouldn't even charge them. They would literally just like put them in there, give them a warm place to sleep on off for the night. And in the morning they would open the cell, and let them out, release them, not even file paperwork. And he said, eventually it would turn into like, you know, and this is what people don't understand about what cops deal with. That they would turn into them spitting on them and, and like, ah, oh, you're just picking me up because I'm native and I'm spitting at them and, and then making up stories about them and everything. And you know what it turned into? It turned into like, Hey, do you see that native sitting on the bench back there? What native? You know, and you just drive away. And, and so they literally push these people because they're so convinced that they're such horrible people while they're just doing their job. And meanwhile, these people are trying to be good people because they're just people, most of them. Right. You yeah. get some bad apples like anything. Yeah. But but then they just get to the point where they're so disgruntled that I do the same thing. I can't blame them. You say fuck those assholes. I'm not going to go out of my way to save that person. They get freezed on the bench for all I care. I didn't see anybody. Because Nixon, you know, they're making up stories about you, like, you touched them, or who knows, or, like, you assaulted me while I was in the back of the cruiser, and how do you defend against that? Yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, you know, people just gotta defend themselves, right? So, anyway, so, yeah. I don't know why I segued hard, let's get away from that.
3: <laughs> no, no, it's okay, I mean, like, but, 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 but well, I mean... I guess that
2: th- it, was the point of the episode, so sorry, I guess <laughs> I didn't segue too hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, why did we get on racism, like...
3: Because you know this whole entire uh, episode was all about racism. Sorry, this was no,
2: was, no, no you that's why I was. Yeah, I realized
3: that yeah, this this was racism and disgust.
2: <laughs> you know I mean? was. I wasn't. I like. I thought the episode was done well. I just thought that they could yep. have maybe had less message. It's kind of like when YouTube did their uh, their message. rewind video, and it was all it was all about like you know giving a giving a high five to mental health awareness and stuff like that. And it was like, all right, we came to watch something fun, not be reminded of the horrors of the world.
0: Yeah, it, it was this episode is entire it's the entire thing is just message front to back, because even think of break it down to like the parts I liked where they didn't even get into, which was the family part. Like she's not it's, it's about like the black community coming together, you know, rise against the police. But it's also like the black community, like staying in contact with your family, having a close knit family. And it's just so force-fed to you, and it doesn't. The scenes with the brother, her brother, almost—it's like two minutes, and they like he, she shows up, and he's like, "I have a secret camera, a magical camera." He's like, "I believe you," and they just run through some
2: tunnels. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck I is thought happening?" I so, too, because when I saw that part too, she's like, "The camera's magical," and he's like, "Okay, sweetie, we're just yeah. gonna yeah. don't worry, I All believe right. you, I believe you." The door locks behind him. He's like, "I already moved down past <laughs> like, that.
0: It's fine. What do we gotta true. do?" Keep that. True. That was lining
2: the walls right away with padding. Yeah. Like, you know, like,
0: His <laughs> Black was, Matters flag on jarring, the wall. Actually.
3: Yeah. What's that? I said that actually was extremely jarring, to come to think of
0: it.
2: It was just, they didn't what focus was, on I anything. I remember that exact moment. I'm glad you said something about it because I do. I remember when he was like, I believe you. Wait, stop. I believe you. It was when he said stop. I thought he was going to say, you're fucking full of shit. And then all of a sudden it was like, I'm sudden, like, sudden, yeah, Oh they, they, my God.
3: And, and, and then what Phoenix said, he, and all of a sudden they ran through this, like, Maze and and open the secret hatch, and then there they were. Like what?
0: what? It just was bizarre. It just didn't work then, as an episode and then for me. At the college front gate. I mean, yeah, it just leads to the front gate of the I mean, college directly.
2: Well, and they had everything happen too, like in the sense of like one time he was shot, the other time he was going to get tased, the next time it was like the guy was going to go up to hit the mother or something. I don't know. It was just like they made they drew every scenario. Yeah,
3: that's what I mean. It's, it's like. They were making it like
2: this could be you and uh and it doesn't matter how nice you were to the cop, apparently.
3: Apparently, you know, which I've got now is some shit by being yes sir. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh listen, I learned my dad always said to me, he said, Listen, you're not you don't want to be a brown noser because nobody loves a brown noser. He said, but let's face it. He said, what the fuck are you thinking if you were an asshole to the cop? Oh, exactly. He said, I don't understand at all. And my dad's a really nice guy. He's told me about situations where the guy's yelling and screaming and cussing and swearing and everything. And my dad's literally basically said to him calmly, said, you know, my dad's pretty calm. He said, you know, sir, um, I'm kind of holding this ticket book in my hand and I can write whatever I want on this booklet. And he's like, I notice your tint's a little dark and, you know, your taillight's not really working very well and all that stuff. And, I mean, to be honest with you, I was probably going to give you a warning. So, if you want to start again, we can try this interaction again and we just start right here. So, hi, do you know why I pulled you over today? And he said that most of the time they will come right down to the level because they realize that this guy's talking truth. Why the fuck am I being like this to him? And then and then my dad probably they, let them on their way. And and you're right, I've gotten off so many tickets <laughs> just by being like, Yes, sir, no, sir. Do See, you know why you're speeding? Yeah, I mean, I was in a hurry. It's I, really not excusable, blah, blah, blah. You know, kiss their ass a little bit, but be genuine. Yeah, they hear so many excuses. Don't blow sunshine respectful. up their ass.
3: Don't Sorry, don't, don't lie and be respectful. That's all.
2: Yeah. They I, hear they hear every excuse. So when you give them a bullshit excuse, like literally the best times I've gotten off, like from the fastest speeds, are literally like, Why were you speeding? It's like, um, I'll be legit. Like, do you really have an excuse to go fricking 40 over? Well, that's kilometers by the way, not miles, <laughs> but like, and they're like, uh, not really. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, so like legitimately I got like 98% on my test. I was feeling really good. I was kind of jamming on it, listening to some tunes and, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. So, you know, and then they're like, fuck, I think they're just like, holy shit. Like they're ready they were ready to start dishing the bullshit out and start pulling it out of their ears and they were like man this guy just just straight up told me exactly what happened and then a lot of times it's like hey you know what uh fucking have a good day yeah Yeah. like they they know that you're you're not you know you're aware and i said like i'm aware of what i did and i know what the speed limit is and i i don't know what i was going but i I knew i was speeding you know
3: Yeah. yeah i mean like like, like the cops here in Jersey, they have to give you um, a ticket when they pull you over regardless. They, they can. can
2: give you a written warning here.
3: I, I, I remember warranty. those days. I remember those days. But now that there's a camera with my license plate and everything, they have to have a slip with a ticket with my license plate on but, it.
2: But they can actually give me, and I've gotten one where they can actually give me, because you're right, it comes out of a machine now. But they can actually give me a printed slip warning. That's and awesome. it's a... It's a it's a warning in the computer so that that way, see, I've been given just the verbal warning before, but sure. now they give you a slip warning and yeah. what it does is it enters it into the computer. So if you get pulled over for 20 over 10 miles away and the guy types you into the computer and he sees, well, I mean, you've already had your customary warning this year, sir. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you're getting a ticket today.
3: Yeah. All right. I, I remember the good old days of that. <laughs>
2: And I actually, I had that happen. I got a warning for 20 over, and then it was like three months later, I got pulled over for like 20 over, and my friend is, I'm, he's like, maybe you get a warning. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, there is a warning in the computer. I'm fucked. <laughs> I get the, the ticket. The guy's writing the ticket right now. There
3: is a ticket.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's a ticket this time. Like, last time was a warning. This is a ticket. And I got off the warning because I had a pregnant wife sitting beside me, and my kid passed out in the back, and... You know, the same thing. I was just like, yeah, I, I wasn't I don't know, talking to my wife. I wasn't paying attention. So the guy came back with a warning. He was like, you know, if probably has kids of his own. You know how it goes. They're just people.
3: Uh, what's it like over in uh, Arizona, Phoenix? Do they still doing the written warning? or are you getting a ticket no matter if you get pulled over because of that camera they got on you?
0: I don't know. I, I haven't been pulled over here. Oh, the goody-goody. So moving the speed on speed
2: every single day. I'm no. Actually, I'm getting pulled over. Yeah,
3: you yeah. you speed. I do the spe- I do five miles under the speed limit. I always put my turn signal on. You're off.
2: that son of a bitch. I put my I'm money. in a hurry.
3: Get out of the way.
1: <laughs>
3: well, he, he puts his hand out the window in the middle of Phoenix because, you know, no air conditioning. So yeah, it's cool. Just like a bike, you know. What do, you that,
2: is, what do they this call is that? Yeah. Are you going two Probably. windows down, 50 miles an hour? 250 air conditioning?
0: No, I, I speed plenty. I just I don't get pulled over. It just, I don't know. If, unless you're going like, the, you could tell who's going to get pulled over in the freeway here. Cause it's, it's Your guys' traffic. freeways are
2: insane. Yeah, My dad, I was driving to Miami. My dad's like, I'm like, man, we were doing like 90 miles an hour. Yeah. My dad's like, man, be careful. I'm like, dad, I was in the middle lane. And That's what I'm saying. The left lane was just like, Corvettes and shit just flying by yeah, like the, a blur. I'm those like, those are how, the ones that, they pull me up.
0: Those are the ones that Sorry? get pulled over. So yeah. The reason I don't well, get I'm pulled over gonna... is because there's always assholes in the left lane, the HOV lanes, just blowing by. And then you'll see them like down the road getting pulled over. So unless you're yeah. not unless you're going under hundred, you're probably not gonna get pulled over here.
2: Cause yeah, I remember, I remember driving cause my parents have a place up in Sebastian area there. Um, and I remember driving down to Miami and it's like, I mean, once we got closer and closer to Miami, the people are just like the left two lanes are just like, just yeah. shooting by and I'm, I'm speeding. It's 70 miles an hour. I'm doing like 95 Yeah, and I'm like, we are ripping. I'm like, this is amazing. We're making the greatest time I've ever experienced in my life. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, Canadian highways they they can be nice in toronto and stuff but there's a lot of frost thaw and everything so we get a lot there's a lot more crack repair on the highways and stuff so you like it's beautiful when you get down on one of those highways in southern united states where they don't get a frost thaw and all the all the lights on the road at night where it's a path like we can't have those the snow plow breaks them off the
3: lights The reflectors.
2: Well, that, but in this climate, the snowplow comes along for a snowfall and it hears clink, 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 yeah. because it cuts R- them all off the frickin' highway. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it doesn't, we can't even have those. Yeah. yeah. They, were pre- they were actually toying, um, they had a machine that they, they, it seems like they stopped doing it where they would actually go along in the spring and it would actually just apply, like, a little strip, like, a temporary, it would just go along and, like, think like a reflector strip that's, like, tarred down and it's just, and then, like, it sits up like this. So then it would create like a painted line down the road, like the reflector line, but it was temporary and cheap enough that they could afford to redo it in the spring.
0: Because they're going to rip it. Because they're going to rip
2: it off the first snowfall. The <laughs> snowplow is going to come and rip yeah, it right off.
0: It's yeah. gone. I don't miss that you shit. you got
3: to deal with that a lot, Phoenix, right? In the middle of the, you know, hell.
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing that people don't think about when you think about uh, countries like Canada and... You know, other northern climated countries is that, like when you look at the actual amount of money that Canada uh, puts into snow, like the city I live in alone, for instance, um, the snow removal budget is twenty two million dollars. So mm-hmm. think about think about what the city could do with twenty two extra million dollars to build, you know, anything roads, you know, fix sidewalks and all that stuff. That's a ton of money. Yeah. And that's, that's, crazy. and we're not a huge city, the, the, you know, it's a, it's obviously a number of, a compounding number situation. You get into a bigger and bigger city, the number starts getting more and more outrageous. Yeah. So next thing you know, it's got a budget of a hundred million dollars for Toronto or something for snow clearing. I mean, Jesus, that's an entire, like, I mean, that's like Olympic bids.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, wasn't it bad where, where you were in Michigan? Like,
0: yeah, I, I, feel, I
3: feel where you were, like, you, but, uh, but that was from what, uh, what, like Lake Michigan kind of weather.
0: No, well, we got both because I was right in the middle. So we got both those lakes just coming in. So we get storms from both angles. So It was just brutal. You couldn't even see down the road. Sometimes you couldn't even tell where the road was.
2: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, storm you, storm. you can kind of tell where it is because there's you get those Colorado lows come through sometimes. What's that? Just like us, you'll get those Colorado lows just like we will. We'll get we'll get those. You're talking about snowfall, right? Snowfall. Well, you're talking about snow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Colorado lows. You, Lowe's? Get, you guys know. don't know that you probably don't call them that see we call them Colorado lows it's where there's a weather pattern where warm moist air comes out of Colorado like a low pressure system and then it combines with some anyways it usually anytime they tell us there's a Colorado low coming it means that we're about to get hammered in the snow oh because all this warm moist air comes up from the south and then combines with cold air when it hits the north and then it creates a blizzard always every time oh, yeah we get we get and lake so, effect lake effect. Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. See, like, like here, uh, they call them, uh, North, uh, Yeah. Call Never yeah,
2: heard that. See, Colorado we don't get one. affected, but yeah. So everybody's got their own thing. Ours yeah. is a Colorado low just cause of the, the westerly winds, right? Like we can't get, we can't get weather typically from your side.
3: Yeah. I mean like, well, sometimes we'll have a hurricane come in and just blast a lot of us every, every like 20 years. And then, but like every year we have a Nor'easter that comes up with and then dumps a yeah, a lot of snow and it sucks.
0: And that yeah. really yeah. reminds me of this episode. Yeah, I was
2: about I was about to say, so where were we? Yeah, oh just,
0: yeah, yeah, Twilight Zone. So, so that,
3: no, okay. That was a racist slant um uh, snow removal um, rant. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Um but, but my point
0: snow removal. You weren't, yeah, like all, your point being
3: all, you weren't even all, all I'm trying to say is if you don't want to get shot stop looking like you want to get shot. <laughs>
0: Doesn't really apply know, to this episode, know. but all right. The, <laughs> let's end it there they, again. the whole, epi- the whole <laughs> episode is just like stereotypes front to back. Like even the the, the the you know bad apple cop at the end pulling the gun and all the rest of the cops. It's basically supposed to be like if they're not actually doing anything, and you're the other cops, just don't engage. Just like all right, let's just, this isn't really a situation. This is a bad cop. Let's not help him.
3: See, but here's the thing. Like, I think Peel focused on a situation that really doesn't exist, just gets over exaggerated because that's how our, our media works.
2: I don't like the actor they picked for the cop.
3: No, I hated him. I hated him. They, I didn't like
2: and, it. I, and, I've seen him in something else, but I don't like him. I know they tried to pick him probably because of his awkward look, actually, but I don't yeah. like it.
0: He, he reminded me of a Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. He reminded me of the T1000. He's like constantly there. Like after them, no matter what, like with superhuman powers.
3: It's not run or anything, unless they're in a car. (laughs) But if they're walking, I'll I'll
0: get there. (laughs) I really thought it was going to end up being like this, where he's after them. They keep thinking it's racism. They keep thinking it's racism. Oh, he's really the one that knows about the time traveling camera, which is essentially what it is. And he's part of it. And
2: well, nope. that's what I thought. It was going to go into the time traveling camera, and it didn't go that route.
0: It didn't. They almost didn't
2: matter. It, it's just so the, second fiddle. The fiddled. camera and him were separate of each other almost the way they did it. Like they weren't part of the same problem or force or entity, if you will. Right. Whereas they, as I agree with you, Phoenix, I thought they were going to go in the direction of like the camera was like the guy knew, about the camera. The camera was the purpose of this whole thing. Yeah,
0: and just remove the camera
2: from this episode. It didn't almost didn't matter.
0: No, because you know,
2: they made they made the butterfly effect, but with a camcorder instead of a fucking journal. That's all they did.
0: Yeah, but think about it. if it, if there was just one timeline, straight from the diner to the school, and it, that happened just once, it would have been the same fucking episode. It almost didn't matter what happened before that. That be groundhog day it, thing was them trying to be all. Yeah, and it was just stuck very... with that.
3: It was very anticlimactic when it broke and nothing ha- I I thought that when it broke it was so it obvious was break it was gonna break back to the diner personally.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they keep talking about how sacred that camera is and she's like, Here, little girl, run around on our hardwood That's floor nice. with this I, fucking I you camera. You with camera. And like that but thing's I, gonna break.
3: I, I really highly expected them to get back to the diner, man. Like I'm just saying.
0: Oh, well, I yeah. see when the
2: camera broke, like the spell was done, like they go right back to where they were. Yeah, of, or the shooting. Just, then it starts They're again. There comes that. the cop in the
0: morning. That, right. that would have been Twilight Zone That would have been a way better right thing right there. That's what Did I thought was going to happen that? too. Didn't happen. It no. It just didn't it matter. It was oh, it it breaking adds nothing to the story at all. And that's my problem with the episode is that the sci-fi part of the story, which seems like it was going to be the main, I don't know, the crux of the story, really didn't matter. It Mm. didn't play into the episode almost at all once they get past, because it's all, it's just them versus the cop. That's really what the episode is when you boil it down.
2: And And in the end, I know the idea was it wouldn't have mattered how fast they drove, but I mean, I remember watching being like, come on, bitch, step on it. (laughs) Like, she's just driving along all normally. I'm like, I'd be cutting across fields at this point. You already know the camera works. (laughs) Let's let's fucking do it.
3: There was a few times the cop just pulled up out of nowhere, and there's no way he could have known where they were. No, no way. Well,
2: that's where the supernatural part of it was coming in, right? Like, he was, you got the idea he was not a normal cop. This was the the universe universe pitting him against
0: them. Yeah, it was
2: the universe working against them was the idea. Exactly. That's what I gathered.
3: Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's cheesy and corny. Yes, it's not a good episode. All all meshed into one just horrible episode.
0: The the problem is there's things I liked. I liked the camera aspect. It was interesting enough, but it just got completely abandoned for this main theme that they're going for. And I did not like the theme. It didn't fit the Twilight Zone, really, for me.
3: And see, this is the problem with reboot Twilight Zones. They... Almost get it, but they're not Rod Serling. <coughs> it's
0: it just was so heavy handed at the so end. And I liked,
3: oh, it, it was so close, though. If they just would have, you know, whoosh, right back to the diner at the end, I'd been like, you know what? All right. You had the message, but hey, we're up. Uh, Maybe they got to go through it all over again. I don't know. Because that's the Twilight Zone. You know, and yeah. why are they facing this? Because it's society doing it to itself. That's the Twilight Zone. That's the message. But it being so cut and dry, black and white, pardon but, my pun. Yeah, I was going to say. It it a pun, but you know what I mean. It said it wasn't gray or it wasn't really supernatural. And then at the end, this, the, the whole camcorder thing didn't matter at
0: all. And so as far as the black and white thing like as far as the, the where the episode lies because it, my problem was it wasn't that it was black lives matter in you know as an allegory in this world that we're creating with the time traveling camera which just sounds so stupid to say but it was literally just <laughs> black lives matter at the end and that was it.
2: Yeah because it ended with the I actually thought he was going to get shot when he opened the door when he went to open the door, I thought I was going to be like, you'd like, love you, mama. Like, down he goes. But like he went outside. But then, of course, then you saw the. You knew it was coming, though. Well, that you when see outside, the lights in her face. You see the the lights in her face. And you hear whatever. the bloop, bloop
0: at the Ooh. end. Yeah.
2: And then you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. And, of course, you get the impression that he's probably killed. Yeah, that was That's what that they're was, selling was us.
0: Which is, yeah. so it didn't work. So they're playing the band together. Still didn't work. T- Ten years later, they still have that issue. I, I don't. It was just. It wasn't hidden yeah, inside was the episode, massive. a sci-fi episode. It was just the issue here. It is, and that's that's the only real problem I had with the episode. I guess is it just it wasn't woven into the sci-fi storyline at all.
3: It did fly by though. It wasn't very
2: quick. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the first one. You guys telling me the first one's better, right? I like the first one. I like the second one the best. I, I well, I really <laughs> enjoyed the second one. Like, yeah, I enjoyed that. I like the actor too. What's his name there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to ask Phoenix
3: on that one. I suck at actors' names. His last the name main is actor Scott.
2: In number two, there.
3: <laughs> but no, no. The, I mean, the first one was good. You know, I mean, it. it you give it five minutes. I, I would, I would yeah. say.
2: It's, well, I did see the first minute or two, and then I read your your text again. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm on the wrong episode. <laughs> I moved oh, okay. to number two and started downloading three.
3: Yeah, that, that's why I said two and three is like because it'll try to probably start you at one and, you, and it, it just. I mean, on your own time, but definitely. But uh...
0: episode one. Sorry, one last thing, because it's sorry. what you're saying. Episode one is a good mixture of a good message, a socially conscious message, mixed into the sci-fi element, where it was like, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't say anything for you, because I do want you to watch it. But it, it ties into like what this character should be doing with his life, and it ties it into the what's happening sci-fi wise. This episode didn't do that. It's just here's sci fi. Oh, no, we're done with sci fi. Now it's just Black Lives Matter at the very end. Bummer ending. I'm like, okay, cool. And it was like he was trying to recreate uh, what's the get out?
2: Well, they made sure you saw the little girl, so they wanted to make sure that you were being reminded that you know another little girl is being orphaned, you know, or left without her dad and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. that's just that's the whole thing was message. Yeah,
0: it was just message, and it bums me out because I feel like we're being horrible people, being like the black lives. No,
2: it was just the fact that it didn't fit into the storyline. Well, really. it's it's similar it to when the they, story. Yeah, well, it's similar to when they remade Ghostbusters, and then they were like, "Why is everybody so upset? We made them all women." It's like, well, I mean. You went out of your way to be like, let's just make them all women. It's not inclusive. Inclusivity would be everybody, not just saying, well, let's we've done men. Let's just do all women because, yeah, okay, they did all men before. Maybe it wasn't right, but we're in a different time now. So let's let's make the perfect example of right by saying, well, then no men because it just let's flip flop. Right. But then the new one. So then you've heard they're making a number three based on the old canon. Right.
0: I, I, they've been talking they're, about they're that making for... a
2: new ghostbusters three based on the old universe, except they're going to have a mix. They're going to have a mixed men and women team and they're going to do a mixed one. Well, all the feminists are jumping up and down right away and saying like, like, well, we're just going to throw away all that canon." And it's like, well, you did too. Right. So I'm just saying it's, a, it's the you same can, kind of idea where they, yeah, like you didn't give a shit when they threw away the old series and you didn't care about those fans. And then, you know, meanwhile here they're going to make an inclusive team and it's like, whoa, they're just going to throw away the all female team. I'm just getting it's it's kind of the same idea. It's like outrage for the sake of outrage. Like, let's just keep pushing it along. Yeah. yeah. I, mean,
3: I'm, I, I mean, a lot of things come out of Hollywood have, like, very heavy-handed messages to it. It's almost like they have to just to appease this crowd that's and that crowd and that crowd to get...
2: I find the, it hard, though, that Peel had enough influence that he was able to change the... You know what I mean? Like, who wrote that? This episode? Oh, What's that? The episode? Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, how much influence would Peel even have in the actual episode? So that was probably written by somebody else then, really.
0: No, it was uh, written by... It says developed by... So Simon Kinberg, Jordan Peel, Marco Ramirez, and then Selwyn, Seifu, Hins, or Hines. Who Anyways,
2: Okay, well, he might add a direct hand in it, yeah. Sure. yeah I mean, it's a lot like, of Black Lives, right? So.
0: It's true. Go ahead,
2: Go ahead, Frank, sorry.
3: Um, I'm just saying, like, the first one... What Phoenix is talking about? I would say the first one is as most Twilight Zone based as like a, as as as, as an original as, as another episode I've ever seen. Yeah, but yeah.
0: And that's why I was saying the first episode was a good episode to start the series on.
3: Yeah, exactly. And they've been progressively getting less Twilight Zone. Like Black Mirror. I, I'm so happy Black Mirror didn't attach Twilight Zone to their name. Because they are Twilight Zone. Every Black Mirror episode has been Twilight Zone. Every single one is amazing.
2: I haven't seen Black Mirror yet. Like honestly, I've I've, I've, I've heard and I've seen clips and trailers, and I have not actually tuned in.
3: They're amazing. They are amazing, man.
2: I bet. Are they like? (laughs) How
0: many did you see, Phoenix? First two seasons.
2: Huh?
0: First two seasons.
2: They're in, they're just like in the sense of you they're independent episodes. You don't need yeah. to see the previous. It's an anthology series. series. Cuz you can do that with Twilight well, Zone
3: too. Well, what what was the last uh, episode in season 2? Wasn't it uh, called um
0: I liked them. Some of them. I just the first episode fucking dog shit. You can't tell me that one's amazing.
3: I didn't ever say it I, you, I th- I said it was. You just said
0: all a- of the I, episodes every episode's amazing. I thought I thought the first one was funny at least. I, I mean, hated com- it. And I didn't I don't know. I don't want to talk about Black Mirror right now. Let's finish this episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. We can talk about that in a way off topic. Yeah, there
3: you go. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, I, this episode is the weakest one out of the three.
0: By so far. Fun. By far. And it sucks yeah. because I would like a a Black Lives Matter episode if it was done subtly. I would like that. It, it would be fine. I would have zero problems with that. But it was just stop, <coughs> stop shooting us and then don't Don't fight back against them. Just record them and use your power this way. At the end, and it was was just a two on the nose. It just didn't. It it would have been a good like short film without the Twilight Zone logo on it because it just didn't fit Twilight Zone. It was too too on the nose. Yeah, and 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 I might
3: have excused it as even Twilight Zone type of. Of uh, of episode is it you know light you know like I said when that camera broke they went back to the diner then okay yeah you 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 just got back into the TZ there all right but well
2: and then of course it you know and then here comes the cop again so then you get this ominous sense of like they're fucked yeah like right yeah, like no, there's, that's,
3: that, that's what the Twilight Zone is all which about.
2: is what which is what they were doing in the end anyways but I agree they didn't Twilight Zone it enough I mean and there, I don't even I don't, I don't there's don't even
3: plenty of I mean like there, about, oh I'm sorry go ahead.
2: No, I was gonna say I'm not an old I'm not an old Twilight Zone watcher. So I mean, even for me, it's it without having any pre you know pre ideas of the way it should be, even I know that that's not very twisty. No. The ending was fairly predictable. He was gonna go at the door. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, the camera broke. He, they have no defense against it. He's about to leave the house. Mom, so don't worry obvious. about it. It's been ten years. I love you. You know, it's like bye. My I note mean, he literally mar- says after he got in the college,
0: I wrote. Because I'm thinking, like, the kid has to go to college for four years at that school. And I wrote, this cop still might kill your kid later. Just not right now. I thought the same exact thing. And then well, the next scene is him pretty much getting killed. Maybe made up by the same cop, but it could be the same thing. So... so that's yeah.
3: what I mean, like... And, like, all... all might
2: as the- well... Sorry, go ahead. My bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no. The only thing I'm trying to say is there's plenty of Twilight Zones where... If that camera would have broken there back into the diner, there is plenty of twilight Zones that are just basically a repeat of some horrible shit that's going to happen to you no matter what. And a case in point, Phoenix and I favorite twilight Zone ever, Shadow Play. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been. The same situation over. I can't believe we just got through this. Fuck, we got to go through it all over again. Yeah. And yep. It, it's like that the the worst Predators movie ever made when they were on a dumb planet with dumb Adrian Brody.
2: It was too predictable at the end. The kid leaving the house, Kay, saying goodbye to his mom, the Perfect. camera breaking, yep. everything. He might as well have been wearing a red fucking engineer suit in Star Trek because, you know, it was like, bye-bye, Enz and Ricky. Yeah. You he, know, he like, he, he, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, if you're wearing red, you're fucked.
2: I remember my brother watching with me years ago. Like, this is, I mean, we're not as old as Star Trek, so these were already old episodes, and we're sitting there. This is like, 90s. Sitting there. My brother's older than me, too. And I'm like, see that guy in red? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, he's going to die. He goes, hey, he's like, you think so? I'm like, just watch. And then, like, hey, uh, Ensign Ricky, go check out that thing over there. Guy makes it, like, one step. They basically use them as,
0: like, those uh, mine mine birds those yeah, birds they take in the canary you're a canary, you're canary. A coal mine canary.
2: yeah yeah and and the thing that's funny is you ever see the family guy episode where it's like okay on yeah. the away mission we got spock we got bones and ensign ricky and it just zooms over me he goes ah damn it <laughs> yeah. you know you're done and they killed they did it on the reboot too did you guys watch the new star trek like the 2009
0: one oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah, like
2: the, the, that one, like the, the new reboot of the series and everything. Yeah. The, you remember the red guy dying, you know, with the parachute. He's coming down, 4,000 meters, you know, or like 1,000 meters. And then they, they pull, pull your chute and they get sucked into the thing and burnt up immediately. I watched it in theaters. <laughs> Everybody fucking laughed. The whole theater lit up in laughter because that you're red like, guy and died. there he fucking goes. And in fact, there was a giggle when they all got into the pod thing and it was, they were introducing and he's like, oh, how's it going? And he's in red too. And he's like, oh, hi, I'm Ensign whatever. And it was like, you heard people giggling. We're like, this fucker's done. <laughs> so like, I'm glad they kept that in the reboot because that was perfect, classic Star Trek.
3: Just a matter of time.
2: Anyway, sorry, way off topic again. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd be really good in that one.
3: Way off topic radio, that's all it's about, man.
2: going <laughs> to go in circles for hours. It'll be great.
3: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah.
2: You guys? Well, never... Yeah, no. A good episode. A good episode only for the sense of I think the acting was done well, um, but everything else sucked.
0: <laughs> it was just the first episode of this new series that I didn't care about the music. I didn't care about the way it was shot. I didn't care about the characters that much. I felt bad with the cop chasing him, obviously, because it gets you frustrated.
2: Like well, you're upset for them. Yeah, I you're agree. upset
0: for. So you care, but that's more story. This that part of the story is what I said I liked. It yeah. just I, there wasn't anything in there that I was like, yeah, there we go, Twilight Zone's back. Uh, this one, if this was Episode One, I'd be like, oh shit. we wonder
2: wondering at what point she's just gonna stab the guy with a knife, though, at the freaking restaurant. I, I, waiting, that's what I was wondering.
0: That was the whole point of it is that don't you know, don't attack the cops. If we don't attack them, we just film them. That's our defense, and that's the whole it ending.
2: It wasn't working <laughs> up until the end. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, the people with the
3: phones It's banding together. I would have been like that. I I would have expected that.
0: Yeah, so. it just it sucks because, yeah. like I said, I like I like an episode with the Black Lives Matter tied in slightly, but this is just so heavy handed that it just ruined it.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm okay with messages, just not. Yeah don't yeah. Ruin, don't ruin it for the sake of creating a social message because then you just actually you do more damage. Frankly, it's almost like Boy Who Cried Wolf kind of thing where you're like, oh fuck, here we go again. It was
0: one step short of of. So a black guy on camera just direct a camera with a black background and just going this is what's happening this is what black guys matter is this is what the police are doing and it's just saying exactly what's happening it was one yeah, no, step exactly. short of that
2: and then just putting an extra 20 minutes on it
0: yeah I you mean, know
2: to spin just, it up
3: honestly phoenix for the end of it dude what you just said is perfect i i, I really can't add anything better than that man yeah,
2: there's really not much to talk about with what's left in that episode, anyway, So it's yeah, that is it. We didn't even talk about the actual scenes or plot, and the main
0: like what happened because there's it's I mean, there's really
2: no point. It's they just rewind and it goes back to the diner, yeah, and then they go on this road chase again, and then he gets shot or tased or almost this or that. It's just the same story over and over again.
0: And I wish this was like an important episode. I wish I could look back on this like uh, we do with uh, Frank. What's the
2: oh a uh, death uh, re-
3: revisited? Yeah,
0: where that's like a Nazi you know, yeah. Concentration camp episode where it's important. It really is like socially important. And I feel like it, they were going for that with this episode, but it was just like it, the episode doesn't work. So therefore the message is going to get secondary to the episode not working. Cause the episode works in that episode in the one we're talking about with the concentration it, it camp. It is
2: hard to create symbolism, I guess, and do it well. Um, one, one, well, you, one you do it example. subtly. Yeah. One of the, one good example of subtlety is, I don't know if you guys ever saw Schindler's list. Of course. Um, you remember how they colored the little girl's jacket red? Yeah. Black and white movie, but all of a sudden she's got a little red jacket and that's so she stands out. And all it was, they didn't they didn't point her out. They didn't anything. They, they just They didn't literally her have a guy red. going, "This person's important." Yeah, yeah there wasn't this a fucking did. neon sign saying, "Hey, see the chicken red?" Yeah. They, but then later, yeah, then later all of a sudden when you're going by all the dead bodies, there's a uh, there's a body in the pile of bodies in the ditches and everything and one of them has a red jacket on. Yeah, and yeah. that was just to, you know if you were paying enough attention, you were like, oh, there she is. Yeah, know, just letting you know that's what happened to them.
3: Yeah, yeah, because it's it's very easy to get lost in the translation of ten, you know, twenty hundred people that all look the same. Yeah, but you put one red jack, just one, in there, and that tugs at you because
2: yeah, it's so all of a sudden you remember the little girl walking along, and then of course your mind might immediately go to your little girl or your exactly. niece or your nephew or. It immediately becomes impactful to you without any real extra effort on their part. And it's that's
3: called great filmmaking and writing. Yeah, yeah, that's why they won so many awards. And one best Picture.
0: And, and uh, yeah. Schindler's List is a good example of a, a great story with a message. This is a message with a story around it, which is what makes it not work this episode. Have you seen three, the. just the message.
2: Have you seen the ad they have on TV right now, the, uh, the one about making sure your guns are stored properly so your kids don't get them? Where the little, boys, the little boy is, the little boy saying to his dad, like, "Hey, uh, we have a gun, don't we, Dad?" He's like, "Yeah, Daddy has a gun. Don't worry about it, buddy." And when he starts talking to him, the house is full of like pictures on the walls, and it, you know, there's toys and there's painting. You know, if you look in the background, there's paintings on the fridge and everything. And what? And as he's talking to the boy, the boy is asking more and more questions, like, "Where do you keep it?" Well, don't worry about that, buddy. You don't need to know where I keep it. I bet you keep it on top of the on top of the uh, you know on top of the the closet or whatever where you hide the presents. And everything, he's like, you shouldn't know where that is. And then what's happening is the room's getting darker, like clouds are moving yeah. in. And then at the end of it, the little boy's gone. It actually bugs me to think about the ad. The little boy's gone, and the guy's standing alone in his kitchen. And all of the pictures are all gone. And the room's silent. There isn't kids' shows playing anymore. It's just him now making a sandwich all alone, no children. Yeah. Like, they're gone out of your life. And, it was just like, and then it has how many kids are killed by guns, improperly stored every day, and blah, blah, blah. And it really like I watch it. i have a kid now, and I watch it, and it fucking destroys me.
0: Yeah. In fact, and they do a good
2: job. They don't even tell you. They again, no neon sign. They don't say, "Hey, see all these signs, see all these pictures. They're all going to disappear." But the symbolism is heavy once you see it.
3: Yeah, yeah and it's anti-gun when it should be. You know, be a parent and make sure your gun's locked up and properly. I don't think it
2: was anti-gun. It well, I guess it kind of is, but it was
0: I, heavily anti-gun. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounds more like I mean, what it sounds more like teach your kids about gun responsibility than anti-gun.
2: Yeah, see, to me, it felt more Which, just like, like making sure people like were storing their guns properly. Yeah. I think it was awareness for the parents to say, hey, if you don't pay attention, this is how your yeah. life can go. Do yeah, you love like, your kids? Do you want them around you? Is I think what the message was. Yeah. And then that way people smarten up because they do think like even me, like I, I was and I'm allowed to. I had a gun trigger lock on them and I was storing my guns at the back of my closet. Well, my kid was a baby, you know, and nothing. And then a baby. And then all of a sudden, next, thing you know, he's digging in closets and he's climbing things and he's grabbing at things and putting his grubby little fingers all over things and all of a sudden now i have a cabinet locked behind in my closet you know and he doesn't know where the key is to that because there's no need for him to know where that gun key is yeah so just because i you know even though they were trigger locked and everything i just didn't even like the fact that he could touch the fucking thing oh exactly yeah 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 well yeah. it's good parents And I feel yeah and I feel fantastic but its that that that, key, you, you know, know few and, these. <laughs> or you know, just see in things. Canada we're required we can't just we are not like America we cannot it doesn't matter we're we can have handguns handguns are extremely restricted you have to have them locked up real well when you're not using them at like a range but like rifles or rifles and shotguns are a little bit more loose but like as far as just like having it under your bed without, like, a trigger lock on it or something like that? Fuck. I I don't even... Well, it's just a locking mechanism you put on the trigger and it locks around the trigger. Now, you could grab the thing and... You know, pull really hard, you might be able to get it to cock the, cock the thing and actually pull the trigger. But it makes it so you can't just pick the gun up and now it's ready to go. All you got to do is drop ammo in it. And we have rules like you're not allowed to store the ammunition in the same case as the gun's stored in. So if somebody did break into your gun case, they can't just now, because you don't have to trigger lock it if it's in a gun case. But if they pry your gun case open and the ammunition's with the gun, now they have a gun and ammunition. So mm-hmm. like we have we have rules, all these extra rules that create little barriers that stop people from being able to just, like, break into your house, steal your gun, kill you with it, you know, like, or even you as a homeowner, it does make it harder. Like, you couldn't defend yourself with your gun very easily because they're stored. Yeah. But it's also not a problem we typically have with home invasions.
0: Yeah. Even if we had those laws here, nobody would follow them. Yeah.
2: You'll, you'll, you're getting a (laughs) fucking ton of problems. Like, if all of a sudden, if if somebody got hurt or anything happened.
0: People who are fucking stupid, they, they would still do it. Yeah, but you could prize. you could literally see
2: jail time yeah. in this country like yes. for in, like handgun like for instance like and this is very different than America I don't expect America to do this anytime soon we're allowed <laughs> to own handguns I can go down to Cabela's and I can I can show you cases of beautiful long-barreled handguns and revolvers and you know Colt 45s and whatever Berettas and everything and we can own them they're useless you know, I have to like lock it in a cabinet. It has to be like trigger locked, locked in a cabinet. And then, like, if you want to take it somewhere, you literally first of all, you have to have a restricted license that allows you to have the gun. And then, if you want to take it somewhere, you have to call the RCP, say, "Hey, I'm going to this shooting range." And you can't even stop for like gas, because if you're caught anywhere between your the shooting range and your house, you'll be arrested for unlawful unlawfully carrying a fire a handgun. You're not allowed to carry a handgun in Canada. So the only time you're allowed to have that handgun is when you're going to the shooting range to use it as a gun aficionado. You're allowed to have the gun. You're allowed to play with it and shoot it all you want, but you can't just drive around with it. You can't go. You're not allowed to go to the the pits and fire your handgun in the pit. You can do that with your rifle and your shotgun all you want. You take a, you know, you go to the pits. You set up a target, you know, hundred yards away. You, you know, put your tripod on the back of your truck, dial it in. You spend all day firing rounds all you want, but you cannot do that with your handgun. You have to go to a proper. The shooting range and you have to inform them where you're going. It's so backward it, from that, and, we that, are. And,
3: and, and that's what makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well,
2: but we don't have and and don't get me wrong, you know, if a criminal really wants a gun, there's a price for a gun, he'll get a gun. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. But what ends up happening here is there's not we don't like the, the criminals don't really they don't want to kill innocent people because it creates attention. You get too much attention, the police start putting a lot more resources on you. It's really not what they want. So, typically speaking, criminals kind of don't shoot people if they don't need to. Well, here it's like a and badge so, of pride. Well, don't get me wrong in America. <laughs> and, and the other thing is like things like, well, like you get those States where you guys have things where they're like two steps away kind of thing. Your gun can't be like center column. It has to be like in a zipped up case inside the center column or something. Cause it has to be two steps away. And the idea behind that is to give you enough time to think about it before you fucking kill somebody.
0: Do you want to mm-hmm. talk about Arizona gun laws?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, I mean, relax. Well, well, okay, they're, real, they're relaxed, <laughs> but, like, New Jersey, we like it's like a, uh, <laughs> it's just a, a background check, and then if you want to carry, you get a conceal and carry permit, and that's it.
2: Yeah. Oh, it, no, I know it's crazy. Like, here you have to get a restricted firearms license. They have to do a background check on you. It'll yeah. be crossed against all the federal systems. Like, it's a full check, everything. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, if all of a sudden I'm diagnosed with some sort of mental illness, guns are going if you beat your wife you'll never fucking own a gun yeah. again
0: we have some of that and they will
2: call your ex if you have an ex-wife <laughs> they will they will actually phone your Strike ex-wife three. to inform them that you're buying a gun
0: wow that is
3: crazy that yeah. is... To, let,
2: to let your ex know that you're purchasing a gun and then then she could voice concerns at that point if she had some sort of concern that you might not be somebody you should have a gun yeah yeah she might not her opinion might not matter, but, but she it's gets that right. opportunity to say, I don't know if he's the kind of person that should have a gun. And yeah, well, and you could guy, have a new wife and the ex-wife still gets to say, apparently.
3: So yeah. You if she's your new wife, she'll just say no for spite.
2: <laughs> but like, even like me, like when I was younger, I got up, uh, once I, it's like a graduate license system. So you get a license to like carry, you know, you get a license to like have your own gun with like another person licensed. Right. So you can have your rifle and your dad can have your rifle and if you're like on the edge of a slope you can see a moose and shoot it, right? Mm-hmm. But um eventually you can apply to get the conditions of being with like another person removed. Um can't remember where I was going with that, but ultimately uh yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Wait way off topic, topic. again. Like, yeah, bring... yeah. This is a... <laughs> actually we are way off topic. So, anyways, uh, you guys you guys are on the show here. Just you talk. I'm gonna just sit back for a second. I was gonna say no, in Arizona
0: we're, we're pretty much we're, what's, Real quick, I was gonna say in Arizona, almost no gun laws. I mean, you can have—we don't even have the concealed permits anymore. They got rid of those. You can just have a gun on you, no, no permit for concealed. If you're,
2: if you're, you just—you can't just walk around with a gun here. Yeah, here, if, if, even you if you had a legal gun, like if say, I'm just walking around with a rifle downtown, I mean, don't get me wrong, anybody's gonna stand out anywhere,
3: insane, but. I, like, I've been to Arizona and you see dudes just walking yeah. around with these big six shooters.
2: Well, and- I've seen what people were doing after, like, when they were doing the open carry thing, you know, into the restaurants and stuff like that because they were like, it's my right in this state and everything, which I think is ridiculous going to fucking, you know, Dairy Queen with a goddamn M16. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot ridiculous. of that going on. Um, yeah, let's wrap up. And those people up. are just praying for somebody <laughs> to fuck with them so they can <laughs> shoot them. Like, that's all they're hoping for.
0: Oh, exactly. Uh, so, let's trip up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Talk. That
3: was a that was a fun uh, episode <laughs> three of of the new TZ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God,
3: so, Jordan Peele, um, bring it back home to the TZ world, please. That's all I have to say.
2: Care yeah, enough. I
3: yeah.
2: agree. I mean, I, I'm not an old TZ fan, but I still can get behind that. It was a little cringe.
0: Just make it more subtle. That's my only request. Don't just have that be the episode, but. Because they included
2: some of that profiling. There was a message even in the other one. The guy, you know, getting upset at the Muslims and stuff yeah. like that. He was definitely concerned about them. I mean, it was in his audio thing, but it doesn't matter that. I don't know if they were in his audio thing, but either way. They included a little bit of that profiling in that, but they made it subtle enough.
0: Subtle. Well, that's all, that's they, all I'm looking for. They earned it.
2: So, moving on. Yeah. Oh, no, I, yeah. We're not going to go there, but yes, I agree.
3: Well, if you think about Card. Or plane jackings, you're gonna think of one type of people. Sorry, no.
2: I've said it. I listen. They've got they've got a bit of a problem with their religion, and I think the best thing that that like any religion, anybody who has a problem is you need to kind of look within yourself and figure out that there's a problem there, and you got to do that before you can do any fixing. You got to realize it. Well, when you're in denial, it's totally. nothing's getting fixed.
3: And and most religions do that minus one, so that's why they think they did that. <laughs> so...
2: Hey, listen, the Earth used to be flat, and it's not supposed to be anymore, but apparently we're going back.
0: Yay. <laughs> there you go.
2: Let's wrap yeah. up. Let's
0: yeah, move let's move be flat done. flat,
2: everybody. There you go. Speaking of which, where can we find you? Me? YouTube. You can find me on YouTube. Brainy Beaver on YouTube. I like to make fun of flat earthers, anti-vaxxers, whatever comes away. If you're being stupid and you're putting information out that's incorrect, I might come and poke <laughs> at you.
0: Frank? Yep. R-
3: Reddragonsradio.com. He's <laughs> going to be on uh, way off topic, so you'll get to hear a lot more of that real soon. Randomness, <laughs> <Gun duck. laughs> yeah, ra- randomness and flat Earth nonsense. So he's going to be a lot of fun, but that's going to be way off topic. And that's on Red Dragons Radio, which is also this uh, uh, on, on Twitter. It's um, what the hell is our Twitter name again? Uh, okay. LAW
0: the review. There you go. That's it. LAW the review. There you go. Check and check us out. I'll just say go to LAWTZ.com. That's all I'm going to do. I don't feel like doing the
3: whole shit. Loitering Wonderland. He's also got a great YouTube channel. Oh, Loitering Wonderland. I
0: guess I'm doing more. Okay. There you go. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for, for having me. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, until next time. In the meantime, we're we doing Jordan Peele's exit or no?
3: Fuck it. Oh, shit. Um, did, did, didn't did I do it? Did I not do it? No. I
2: don't think you did. Should we oh, say fuck is. it? Okay, yeah. Okay,
0: you um, got to exit. Yep. Jordan Peele. Outro. Oh, we'll exit on that. Until next time. In the meantime, so long, citizens.
1: Bracing her past, could she protect her son's future? And it was love, not magic, that kept evil at bay. But But for some evils, there are no magical permanent solutions, and the future remains uncertain. Even here,
0: in the Twilight Zone. (laughs) God, that woke me up.